0: the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy place your bets Brad the Big Noise Evans joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy this is the Fade the Noise podcast let's look ahead to Thursday night football could be a lot of electricity in the air at SoFi Stadium as the Chargers host the Kansas City Chiefs in a game that boasts a very hefty 52 point Total uh, could be a ton of player props about to hit the overs on. Uh, we'll have our fur, full slate of uh, picks locked and loaded for you on tomorrow's podcast. But I want to look ahead right now as we normally do uh, the day before the Thursday night football game at a longer shot anytime touchdown prop. And my favorite on the board, Lundy, is Daryl Williams at DraftKings Sportsbook at plus plus. One ninety. Now, he is splitting the opportunity share right now with CEH, getting right around a third of the snaps played, but found the end zone uh, last game out as a receiver. That's really where he's moving the meter right now, is squirting out of the backfield, catch the ball, and skirting up the sideline and hopefully going to hit the pylons for six. Uh, And you look at the Chargers. We know how mightily they have struggled this season defending the run and just uh, bottling up running backs. 18 touchdowns allowed in total to RBs in 13 games. So Williams, I could see that little swing pass going to his hands and then sprinting up the field and getting in for six makes a ton of sense for me. Does it for you at plus 190 at DraftKings? Oh, I like plus
1: 190. That's a that's a friendly number right there. It's not quite as seducing as 200 is, but it's pushing right up against yeah. the edge. Uh, I like that one. What's uh, 29 red zone touches? I think for uh, yep. for Williams yep. uh, this season, uh, which puts him top 20. I, I just I, I think the opportunity there at a plus 190. I mean, I think that's worth a half a unit uh, to be able to toss on there for an anytime touchdown. Um, in a game, as you said, with a 52 over under, um, I think uh, I think DraftKings right now actually has a boost. If you think this game's just going to get ridiculous, they've got a boost uh, for there to be 60 or more combined points wow. uh, in this game. So if you think that it really is going to turn into a crazy shootout, DK's got your back. But uh, I like the anytime touchdown there with Williams. I think he's uh, I, I think he's a guy they turn to when they get down close to the end zone.
0: Yeah, that DraftKings boost uh, with a 60 plus plus points scored in that Chiefs Chargers game boosted from plus 190 to plus 225 if you want to get in on that action a little I,
1: sneaky money in the back door it
0: is i got a feeling that game's going under uh but again i'll say my official Prediction for tomorrow's pod. With that, it is a hockey hope day edition. Let's get to it with another fade five. Number five. Oh, uh, we're very ritualistic here on the Fade the Noise podcast. Let's drop the puck and make some bucks, Lundy. I know you got a slap shot. You're gonna put the biscuit in the basket and hopefully make us some uh, coin in the end. Correcto mundo, what do you got for us? Well, I sure hope so because uh, lately the books have been checking me
1: into the boards uh, and I've been coming away slightly woozy, uh, (laughs) perhaps needing the trainers to come out on the ice, which is always one of my favorite things in a hockey game, watching those guys try to walk across the ice to get to uh, the player that needs some assistance um, because I'm always convinced they're going to fall. haven't seen it happen yet, but I'm just convinced it's going to happen one of these times. Uh, There's only a trio of games on the schedule for tonight, but on the late night tip – The Anaheim Ducks will be hosting the Kraken, who I know you love because you just love yelling, release the Kraken. Release the Uh, Kraken! There we go. Uh, Seattle... managed to win, believe it or not, uh, and actually screwed a parlay by doing it for me last night. But Seattle beat the San Jose Sharks last night 3-1, to one, but the Kraken on a back-to-back. Anaheim, who really, you know, I kind of expected coming into the season was going to be more of a rebuild team, uh, has actually looked really good. So the fact that they're at home, the fact that Seattle is on the back-to-back, this one, Anaheim on the straight money line, uh, manages to sit at a minus 150, but I think Anaheim takes care of business in regulation and I'm going to get seduced by the juice. Let's take the Ducks to win it on the 60-minute line, uh, also known as the three-way line, depending upon what book you use. Um, And that one gets to a plus 105. I just think this is going to be a scheduling loss for Seattle. I think they struggle as it is. uh, But for them, I just don't see a back-to-back, and I certainly don't see them getting wins in back-to-back nights. I think they used up a lot of their energy and a lot of their defensive presence last night and being able to control the Sharks. So take Anaheim, on the 60-minute line at plus
0: 105. <coughs> Bet on the Ducks.
1: Number four.
0: All right, let's move on and talk about uh, the NBA. Let's come out of the uh, gates, out of the doors, of firing. Uh, and I'm gonna levy a little boom here with a two-leg parlay, uh, Lundy, on the player props tonight at plus 213. Put this together at DraftKings Sportsbook. Give me the over. On Isaac Okoro, three and a half rebounds. Uh, He plays the Cleveland Cavaliers, taking on the Houston Rockets. And I'm going to pair that with De'Aaron Fox over one and a half steals plus blocks. And again, if both of those hit, plus 213 at DraftKings. Okoro has been over three and a half boards in three of his last four games. And you look at Houston... This is the eighth friendliest matchup when it comes to a rebounder because they have allowed the eighth most rebounds per game to opponents this season. Meanwhile, for the Sacramento King, uh, Fox is a guy that just stuffs the stat sheet and he's getting it done across the board, and including in blocks and steals. He has been over a combined one and a half, seven of his last eight games. Uh, He's taking on the Wiz, who have allowed the 10th-fewest steals and the 8th-fewest blocks to opponents. But, again, I'm going to follow the trend here with Fox. Give me one steal, give me one block or a pair of steals, and we're going to score some cash money. So, to recap, Isaac Okoro over 3.5 rebounds, plus De'Aaron Fox over 1.5 steals and blocks. Both of those overs hit. We cash a cool plus 213 at DraftKings. Fade or follow, my man. Oh, I like this one out of the gate with some energy,
1: really like the deer and Fox one uh, with the over in the steals and blocks. Uh, as you said, he's on the trend to be able to do this. It's also um, for these guys, especially guys that get hustle stats like we've brought up Desmond Bain before. Um, you know, I've used this prop frequently with Nikola Jokic, uh, by the way, preview Joker is going to make an appearance later in the pod <laughs> shocking. Um, and uh, shocking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this steals plus blocks is a great stat for some of these hustle guys like a Fox because you get you, you, you've you got it coming both ways, right? If you get a guy that gets lucky enough to get a couple of blocks, boom, you've got it. Somebody that's hustling, grabbing the ball, loose ball on the floor. Bam, you've got it with steals. So you get yourself a little bit of a cushion depending upon which side of the stat sheet they wind up stacking. So uh, definitely down with the over on the three and a half rebounds, but really like the pick on Fox. I think this is a good one to pair up with this player prop. and And even if there's another prop out there that you like tonight, put this fox one with it because i think he hits this with ease
0: Mm-mm, a tasty double dip For all the dollars. Number three. All right, let's move on. And uh, let me go back uh, to the gift that keeps on giving uh, Clark. And now it's not the Jilly of the Month Club. It has everything to do with Franz Wagner. And if you are a fan of this broadcast and you have heard Franz Wagner's name, chances are you've cashed on the over more often than not. Typically on combined rebounds and assists or individually rebounds. That's what we focus on. Today, though, we are just going to focus on points and of course I got seduced by the juice when I saw this bad boy on DraftKings plus 100 on the over 15 and a half points against the Atlanta Hawks Uh, I love this one Wagner's done it in four of his last five and Back in mid November, on November 15th, in Atlanta, he played 35 minutes and scored 19 points. A- Atlanta's really struggled defensively this season, number 25 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.090 points per possession. And you look, this month, uh, you know, Wagner's been burning the Nets, the tune of 54.1% from the floor overall and 58.8% from way downtown. So, Wagner, I think, is going to be towing the line at 20 points. Yet again here, Lundy, give me the over 15 and a half points against the ATL at plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Fade or follow. You had me at Wagner. Yeah, had me at Wagner,
1: my man. Yes, this is uh, one of our favorite guys to bet on. And this happens. uh, It happened to us last season. Guys that either change teams or the rookies just keep following these. Uh, these guys, because it is sometimes hard to predict what they're going to do. As you mentioned, uh, the Atlanta Hawks are rather forgiving. Uh, (laughs) And I think that Wagner can take advantage of it. I mean, look, Orlando's not very good. Um, You know, Oklahoma City's not very good. We've talked about some of these NBA teams that just are not having good seasons. But you go find the diamond in the rough with these guys, and you've got some really good player props. Wagner happens to be one of them. So uh, love the idea of jumping on this one. and Ooh. Tasty plus odds.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Like uh, like we always say, get seduced by that juice. Wagner has been a printing press for us this season. Stick around for our top picks in college basketball plus bonus time across the NHL, the NBA, and of course, some more college hoops. Number two. All right, let's go to the college hardwood and let's go and work in my first pick. And uh, one of the covering machines out there in the world of college basketball here of late has been the Xavier Musketeers. One for all and all for one. I'm jumping in on them to cover the 15 and a half against the uh, always sophomorically named Moorhead State Lundy. Uh, This game, of course, being played on the Musketeers home floor there in Cincinnati. Uh, You look at the last three home games for the X Men. Uh, They beat Central Michigan by 33. They beat Ball State by 46. And they beat their crosstown rival in Cincinnati by 20. Why? Because Zach Fremantle is back on the floor, one of the most efficient inside producers Uh, and all of college basketball. And X marks the spot in multiple categories for them, especially on defense. Number 12 in the country in effective field goal percentage D. Number 12 in the country in two-point percentage D. Getting it done on the other side of the floor as well. Number 27 in total offensive efficiency. And they generate a boatload of second chances. Number 33 and offensive rebounding percentage. So they got the advantage on the glass. The perimeter D clamps down, giving up just thirty point four percent. And with Moorhead State shooting uh, over forty-four percent of their shots from along the arc, unless Hollowell and Potter just go nuts uh, from outside. I think the X-Men win this thing by twenty plus so fade or follow the musketeers of xavier minus 15 and a half against moorhead state Lundy, am i going to get captain hooked you are uh pull this one from DraftKings 110
1: no i don't think you're going to get captain hooked i think they win by 18 plus i think you're uh i think you're on the right track now here's the interesting thing now you you love to preach this and that is the live line betting with college basketball if and yeah. the reason I bring it up, Brad, is because if you talked about the guys from the out from outside the arc for Moorhead State. So let's say they hit a few early threes, right? Maybe this game's a little tight. Maybe that live line comes down to I don't know, eleven and a half, twelve and a half. Yep you got an opportunity to potentially double down because I do think uh, that Xavier is going to win this and win it going away. Uh, They're what, eight and two against the spread, I think, so far uh, this season. Yep. So I, I, I think that this is one that they are going to be able to cover. You talked about how they've been smacking teams around. But this is also one that I would keep an eye on the live line. It tips at 830 Eastern. Um, but watch that live line just in case Moorhead does come out and they're nailing some threes early on. You might see this thing tick down, and then you could double up on the on the line. So just something to keep an eye on. Could be that Xavier comes out and just smokes him right out of the gate. But if that's not the case, you may want to uh, keep an eye on the live and see if you can uh, get yourself some extra cash tonight.
0: Yeah, considering uh, my piss-poor performance in college basketball this season, I went 1-3 last night. Thank you, Memphis, for at least uh, getting me off the schneid from an over-evening. Uh, It is advisable to bet the live line and just fade the full line because your boy is living in Siberia at this current moment in time. Smart suggestion there from the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. Number one. All right, let's get in my top college basketball play of the day, and I am going to lay down multiple units. This is a two-unit wager. For your boy here, Lundy, I'm taking the over on the Fighting Jackrabbits of South Dakota State traveling to Missouri State to face the Bears. Uh, that over at 157 and a half. And if you look at some of the books; it's already up a full tick to 158 and a half. Locked this in and minus 110 at DraftKings. Why do I like the over so much in this game? Well, it's pretty simple. South Dakota State has been over 9 of 12 contests this season, and they are prolific offensively. 1.134 points per possession score. That's number 12 in all of college basketball. Number 7, an effective field goal percentage offense. Number 2 in 3-point percentage shooting. well north of 40% from along the perimeter of the season. Hell, Fridell, Shireman, and Easley combined shooting over 41% uh, I, I mean it's absurd what South Dakota State can do from outside just constantly making it rain and the Bears they're no slouches either bearing their claws offensively number 42 in the country and adjusted offensive efficiency South Dakota State pays no defense whatsoever as uh, a free-flowing game points will be plentiful and they love to play at a high gear number 25 in the country and adjusted tempo so no one the breathtaking pace. Knowing as well that South Dakota State is playing lickety, knowing that Missouri State has enough offensively to hang basket for basket with the Jackrabbits, uh, this thing is going to be in the 80s. Hell, it could be like a 95-88 to 88 kind of final. Uh, it wouldn't be su- at all surprised if Missouri's, uh, Missouri State sprung the upset here. So, uh, Lundy Fader follows South Dakota State, Missouri State over one fifty-seven and a half. A very high total, but I think worth it. Minus one ten at DraftKings.
1: Oh, Brad! It's it's the Christmas season. I'm here with a gift for you. It's down to 156. No
0: way! I saw it was up at 158.5 earlier. It's down to 156.
1: As of the moment we are recording Ugh, this pod, it's at 156 flat, wow. uh, with a minus 110 juice in either direction. So there's my gift for you to be able to uh, uh, have some fun. I'm gonna look. You know more about these two teams than I do. The way you call, the way you follow college basketball. So I'm following following this one because I trust you on the total you know, you've, been, you've struggled a couple of times <clears throat> with the spreads yes. uh, recently. Uh, but when you talk about the totals, you talk about the pace of these teams, uh, and you talk about some of the computer models that are out there, they've, they've got it up over this number. So uh, I, it would take something surprising to not hit it. And the fact that it's come down a little bit this morning, this will be one that I am jumping on at that 156.
0: Yeah, that's insane in the membrane. I love the 156 over. Uh, a lot of the prognosticators that I follow and – Projection algorithms uh, that I also track have this uh, into the 160s. Really does. And again, you look at the speed of both these teams. I hopefully believe, anyway, I believe Lundy, knock on wood, which is the top of my head, it will certainly get there. All right, before we exit stage left, it's bonus time. What else you got for me on this Wednesday? Well,
1: a couple. I mentioned there's only uh, three games in the National Hockey League tonight. I already gave you Anaheim. Take them on the 60-minute line. Let's do a two-legger out of the other two favorites. So that's the Washington Capitals uh, and the New York Rangers. Now, the Rangers are playing Arizona. What do we do, folks? We fade Arizona. Uh, Rangers are on a back-to-back. They just lost to the Avalanche last night 4-2. to But, um, it, again, Arizona, it, it's, it, it's Arizona. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, like when we've talked about Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, Houston. They all kind of go together um and then the washington capitals i'm gonna put these two together the caps are are uh, heavy juiced on the money line at minus 160 um and they're taking on the blackhawks it is on the road chicago might sneak up and make this one interesting i think even if it goes to overtime the caps can take it but if you put those two together on the money line on a two-legger you get to plus 136 now from the ice to the hardwood ah joker the stat machine yes uh nikola Jokic assists plus rebounds this has been my favorite bet for on him uh brad over the course of about the last two and a half weeks or so i have featured it prominently on the television show uh his assists plus rebounds number right now is over under 20 and a half Okay, he has gone over this in eight out of his last 10 games in his last contest on Monday night. He had 19 rebounds alone, let alone what he was doing in terms of assists. If you go back to the end of October uh, on the 30th, that is the uh, first time that these two teams played because the Nuggets are taking on the T-Wolves tonight in Denver. He had 19 boards and seven assists. So I am going to follow the trend. I am going to follow what he has done to Minnesota before, and I am going to take him over to Twenty and a half rebounds plus assists at a minus one fifteen at DraftKings.
0: Oh man, that is sixteen. It hasn't gotten juiced up yet, so you know if you take
1: it now, maybe take it
0: now because it's either going to get juiced
1: up or it's going to move. It's going to go to twenty one and a half or something like that. But again, he he had nineteen of your necessary twenty one just on the glass. The last time these two teams played, and in his last game on Monday night.
0: Yeah, the Timberwolves are one of the worst uh, when it comes to opponent rebounds per game allowed this season. So yeah, certainly tap into that matchup. Love that call. Would we'll be tailing you on that one. Uh, I've got another one too. That's points plus rebounds. Uh, this one for Desmond Bain, a guy that I've been tailing. Uh, Pride at TCU, getting it done uh, with no John Morant. On the floor, uh, and I love his matchup against the Portland Trail Blazers, and I love the over 22 and a half points plus rebounds of what she has done in 10 of his last 13 games. Uh, the last time he faced the Portland Trail Blazers, he had 19 points and three rebounds. So you see where they got the math? That's 22. They throw in the hook. They're like, "Oh well, if he just replicates what he did last time, we're gonna score a whole lot of money." <laughs> That's what the odds makers think, but. Again, the recent trend is saying otherwise. You look at Portland, number 29, and adjusted defensive efficiency in the NBA that's second worst in the league. Uh, but they have allowed the 10th fewest opponent rebounds per game. This one's pulled from Fanduel. It's minus 122. Bain could get there on points alone. Uh, but again, over 22 and a half points plus rebounds at Fanduel. And then I'm going to throw a 3 legger, alt line parlay in at the old DraftKings Sportsbook and College Basketball. Give me the moccasins of Chattanooga, plus 10, at Belmont. Give me Marshall, plus 7.5, at Ohio. And give me Portland, plus 25, in Oregon, against the dreadful Ducks, who have been turning to Fogwa this season. Look at Marshall, they're shooting 57.1% from two. Ohio, number 307 in the country in two-point percentage D. Why, like Marshall, we are. Uh, The Mocs, uh, fantastic in second chances. 41.5% of their possessions. They're getting another opportunity. Why? They got a dude you might have heard of, Lundy. Silvio D'Souza used to be a Kansas uh, highly, highly touted prospect who is now killing it for Chattanooga and that is a weakness of Belmont is protecting the glass and then meanwhile uh, I just love fading the Ducks they've been terrible this season against the spread you know, play that up to 25 Portland with Wood and hopefully Austin as well both those guys get going from outside they're each shooting over 43 percent from distance for the pilots I think they'll keep this thing close enough uh, to score the cover there all three of those hit, by the way, plus 175 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith It Always podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Chavos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly if you enjoy this podcast. And until tomorrow, in a doozy of a Thursday night football matchup, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the
1: Noise.